He's, those ones that be like bald headed and muscular got the littlest, you know. <laughs> Baby's looking wild. Oh. oh yeah. I didn't want to think about Jeff Bezos being. I mean, muscular. well, he, he got them news, his, them news out there. There's news of Jeff Bezos? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I was just looking at his arms. Jesus. She was like, I wasn't trying to get that lower. I, I was looking at the. I'm so uninterested in what? <laughs> I, uh, I am very uninterested in it. Unless he was trying to pay me something. Then, you know. Is he had you, you, pants? It does he. If he AJ, AJ, I do you not are, want to see his only pants. AJ, you are a cheap whore. I am very cheap. You are I am a cheap whore. whore. It does not cost much. Because Renee will always be like, ooh, would you sleep with this person or would you sleep with that person? Listen. They, these these famous people have money. So if Certain I'm giving anything up, there's going to be money involved. And a, probably a very ironclad NDA. Hello. Welcome to Pork and Bean. My name is AJ. And I'm Renee. And we're here with our friend, Nicole, who is going to be named Macaroon. Macaroon. That's how you say it. I like macaroon. That. You know, be, be like so there's Cameroon. a difference between a macaroon and a macron. I gotta look that up. And a mac is it like is there is macaroni involved? I don't know. But I <laughs> but I think are you thinking of those little sandwiches? Hi, I'm yes, Nicole. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Those little sandwiches. Those are I believe those are macrons. Macrons. Yeah. Macrons. That's how they're. Pronounced. Oh, was I saying it wrong? Damn, I'm so uncultured. But wait, so they're called macrones. Okay, let me look up macaroon mm-hmm. versus macron. I thought wait, macron. I thought that was a I thought that was a Spanish cuss word, but okay. I might be thinking of something different. <laughs> a Spanish cuss word. Okay, let's see, let's see. We have macaroons, which are oh, they're coconut based, made with shredded coconut egg. I mm-hmm. mean, they both look delicious, so I'm Ooh. cool with either one. Um so they're like those little like coconut fluffy yeah fluffy boys they're like, they're like really light colors like really bright in colors but no the mac macaron is the one that looks like a little sandwich yes that's what i was yeah that's what I was thinking. oh so you're the macaron macaron macaron, macaron. would you say macaron macaroni <laughs> Now we know. Now we've got a little culture. <laughs> right. A little bit of culture. Look at me. Uh, ship me off to the ship me ship me off on a holiday. My crown. Right. Harry um, Styles. Oh, I go anywhere Mm-mm. with him. Mm. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Nicole said. Mm-mm. No? Not no, my we... style, but all right. What? She said not my not her style. You know, to be honest, like I get I get where you're coming from. I only really saw it recently. Like I was like Oh, you know what? I see it now. It's Harry like this Styles? this area, this era with that with the high waisted pants and the and the. I don't know something about for, Harry Styles. Tells could... me like he's real good at steaming carpets. <laughs> Stanley Steamer gets carpets cleaned up. <laughs> um, you know I can see that <laughs> polishing them rugs. I'm telling you, like right. he looks like he's good at it. All right, are we All right, redoing my, I was gonna this? Say, my mind, my mind is going other places. So, what, <laughs> what is the topic for today? What, what are we doing? We are discussing um, uh, the shit education system mm-hmm. of the United States. Of Woo, buddy, buddy. So, America. where are we going to start? Are we starting from? Especially now, Jesus. Yeah, are we starting from <laughs> pre-K? Are we going and how school failed oh, a yeah. lot of people? Or are we just going to start? Are we just going to talk about how we doing now? Because this could this could be a long ass conversation. It's true because we all were products of public school. Of public. I don't think it was that bad because I I will owe a lot of my artistic success mm. to mm-hmm. our high school. Um, well, we went to we went to a performing arts. We had good school. teachers too, for the most. We, we had we had teachers, teachers who cared really, about us. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, a lot of the teachers actually cared about the students. And you could tell. You could tell the ones that didn't. You, you could tell the ones that did and the ones that oh, didn't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the ones that didn't didn't give a fuck. They said, who? I don't <laughs> even know your name. Like, you're my homework, but I don't even know your name. Right. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I think I think a lot of the things that I enjoyed about high school may not have necessarily had to do with the curriculum itself. Because, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the people I consider my family literally came from. I'm going to bleep the name out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, good. Yeah, good idea. Um, <laughs> I was even think. I was even thinking. Like, they all like, need to know, right? I was yeah, gonna, y'all need to know which one I'm into. <laughs> I was going to introduce myself as a speech language pathologist for a school district. Oh yeah, which I will not name because <laughs> yeah, I'm shit on like, them. <laughs> you'd be like, we went to an all right high school. Definitely wasn't a blue ribbon, but you know. Oh yeah, it, it, it was. It it's, was probably missing ribbons, and it's different um, too. Like, oh my gosh, especially working for the same district now and just like just all of the the changes but at the same time it hasn't really changed because mm. there's still everybody's still cutting corners left wow. and right oh, yeah. like so what is your what Oof. so a lot of people don't know what a speech language pathologist actually does do you want to explain that and how what what that how that fits into education sure Mm-hmm. I would be honored. Um, so, yeah, a lot of people assume that we're the people who, like, teach kids not to stutter or, like, mm-hmm. fix lisps, which is true. But that's mm-hmm. such a, like, small portion. Like, I really I really have one student who has a stutter. <laughs> and, sure. like, I have, like, I had maybe, like, one or two students who had actual lisps. It's mainly, I work with students who have um like learning disabilities or like a language disorder or an articulation disorder um Mm -hmm. those are the those are the primary ones um which is like articulation being like pronouncing your r's correctly um but also like those kids who and I'm sure I'm sure you've heard some kids that like they say something and you're like I have no idea what this kid is saying. Mm-hmm. Um, just I really feel bad I know. No, it's. I mean, they sound like cards of cowardly dog when they talk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's tough because like a lot of times they have a lot to say and like they get so frustrated when yeah. they aren't understood and that's why you know that's oh, yeah. why they act up because. They're oh, trying yeah. to get a point across, yeah. And it makes total sense because if you knew that you were, it's different than, you know, like, for example, babies. Babies cry literally because they do not have language skills yet. And I mm-hmm. can't imagine how frustrating it must be to want to articulate a thought or a feeling and you can't, don't have the tools to do that. Yeah, yeah it's it causes a lot of frustration and a lot of behaviors that... Um, I think a lot of teachers consider disruptive, which they are, mm-hmm. but they're also trying to communicate something and right. they can't. Yeah. So that's, I, it's a very, it's a very fulfilling job and I really love it, but also mm-hmm. the system, I, I just, Ooh. I don't really love the system, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's oh, really totally hard understand. to do my job. Oh, what, I'm sure. what, is the, what is the biggest <laughs> challenge that you're facing right now? Right now, um, I would say just like just connecting with parents right now. Mm-hmm. It's like because it's so tough. I work at um, well, I work at two Title One schools, but I'm full time at at one of them. And yeah, I'll go into classrooms where you know there should be like 25 kids in there, and there's like six mm. like in a virtual classroom because like parents just like don't have the work schedule for it or like I, I don't know I don't know what's going on it's really hard to like reach those kids yeah yeah that's so unfortunate and I know um just just being like on the teacher side of it um teachers definitely could not um do their jobs to the capacity that they do without the support of people like speech language pathologists and um, other support uh, staff and educators that come into school buildings, whether they're, you know, stationary there or they're contracted, uh, whether, you know, they're OTs, uh, SLPs or whatever have you. And it's, I can only imagine the frustration that you have sometimes, especially like in the past year, like Mm -hmm. having, um, the SLPs that came into my classroom, I only got to see them once a month, if that. Wow. And uh, 
Them SOPs were SOBs. No, no, they weren't. <laughs> it's just frustrating. Especially it's just because- the system. We have so yeah. many kids. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, last year I had at most, I think I had like 65 kids. And it's like, how do you expect me to allocate those minutes and like give them as much service as they truly need if I have 65 kids to see in like a week? Like, it's right. not, it's just not it's possible. very hard. It's 65 kids in one week. It's not possible. Week. Like, it's just it's so hard. Yeah. It's so, really like, hard. you either, yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> I managed, I... but barely. <laughs> I don't know uh, what the relationship is between you and the teachers at the school as far as um, coming up with um, a treatment plan or a progress plan for your students, but I always had a difficult time because our school never allocated a time for us to meet with uh, the support uh, educators, if you will. Mm Um, and that frustrated the living hell out of me because I would literally be trying to run my classroom and talking to an OT or an SLP at the same time. It's hard. Yeah. And what, there's a few things wrong with that, that I, I don't like one, there's no confi- confidentiality at all. Even though the kids aren't really listening to what you're saying, you're literally talking about the progress of that child in front of that child in front of the whole classroom. Mm-hmm. And that that was so frustrating to me. And I just, I don't know if this has happened in um, the school system that you're working for. I, I just wish the school system would allow teachers and SLPs and uh, uh, special education uh, staff members to all meet together more often than we have. And I know that might be unrealistic, but I feel like it would definitely benefit the child who needs the service. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, for the most part, yeah, like you said, I will catch teachers like in the hallway and and talk to them. And then, you know, at those IEP meetings that happen, what, like once a year, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will talk to them there. But yeah, sometimes, especially in the beginning when I was just so overwhelmed and I was trying to just like, just trying to keep from drowning in paperwork and Mm -hmm. students, like I, I had no idea what was going on in the classroom. Like I picked them up and then dropped him right back off because I had to go and get other kids. Like I had no time. Um, and so, I mean, sometimes on the teacher's end, sometimes I will send an email and I'll just get no response at all. Oh my gosh. Like, okay, great. Um, mm-hmm. Or I have those teachers who are like super picky about me picking up the kids. It was like, it was just like one and which was weird because y'all, it was ki- a kindergarten teacher. And like, of course, what are y'all doing? I mean, the kindergarten, ooh. come on, like y'all in story time. I'm sorry I interrupted, but <laughs> this is kind of an important service, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to teach them how to talk and you're talking about three little pigs. She was like, what market. time do you come pick them up? Because it's different every time. Like, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, I, it's been like, I don't know, maybe a 15 minute difference <laughs> since I picked them up last week. Jeez. See, I never really cared about that. I, whenever I met with them, I would just be like, okay, so what week are you coming? Like, just tell me. That's just crazy. give me a time frame for the week because I know with their schedules, they have so many people that they have to fit in. And, it's it's very hard to keep that uh keep track yeah it, like as organized as you want it to be especially let's say uh you're supposed to go in see i don't know Tim one day from between i don't know 11:45 to 12:15 Tim doesn't show up and i i i, I can't even imagine as a speech language pathologist how frustrating that must be and how you have to probably constantly rearrange your schedule around the availability (laughs) of the kids actually being there. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, I'm thankful that I have access to like, um, 
attendance. And also, like, since I'm not a contractual employee, I get paid even when they're absent, which is like, whew, yeah. Um, but it's, it's a mess. I, I started out, I, I think I've revised my schedule probably, like, 10 times before we went virtual <laughs> and then I had to make a whole new schedule and continue to like revise oh that gosh. one. So it's just, it really is just like, you have to be flexible because if not, like you're just going to stress yourself out so much. I'm just really thankful that the full-time school that I'm at, the, the staff is really cool. We're all kind of on the same page. Mm -hmm. Um, and like half the time they're just like, you can just take them whenever you want. Like, yeah. like or like they're thankful that I took them because they were like, the, the, these are up bad. In class. please <laughs> come get this come, whole MF. Come get Elijah. Like, especially the kindergarten teachers, they'd be like, please tell me you're getting him. And I'm like, mm, not today. And she's like, no. Why are you swinging from the sandalier? He think he see you. Oh or the kid, but it's it's cool because I I get the kids out of class and they and they love to be out of class, so yeah. I'm always like the oh my god we're going to speech so I like kind of feel I was bad. jealous of those kids I feel bad I was always jealous of those kids I was not it felt so VIP to me I was like yeah I was I I really was not because I was like mm, I try to make wow it you still you still sound like a baby and we're like eleven <gasps> you're terrible <That's> so rude. <laughs> <laughs> But I, yeah, I mean, once you get up into those grades, like, speech doesn't become as fun. And I get it. There was this one kid, he didn't really like speech. So he, like, one day I went to go get him and I, like, went in the classroom a little bit just to be like, you know, hey, like, it's time for speech. And he got so upset, he got up and he threw a trash can across the room and flipped over a desk and, like... My God, well, never mind. <laughs> stormed out. Yeah, he like stormed out and like. Oh my. Yeah, and I had another kid with me, and oh my god, he's the sweetest kid ever. He like went over to. He was like, "Wow, like he seems really upset." Like, and he went over to him, and he's like, "What's wrong?" Because he was like sitting on the ground, like crisscross arms, like. Yeah. And he was like, "Leave me alone!" Like, <laughs> I turn around so I'm quick. Like Listen, you ain't got to tell me two times. I'm going to leave you alone, all right? I turned around so quick and just left. <laughs> like, You're like, you know what? I'm out of here. Because you didn't yell at the nice kid. Yeah. He was just trying to, he was just, he, he was a empathetic. Time. That was a very, that was a very empathetic thing for a child to do. He was, he's really sweet. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's tough because that particular kid who was like, you know, very concerned about him, like, mm. he, yeah, he's been in speech a long time, and Aww. he has been working on the same goals for, like, since pre-K. Mm. So, like, he gets bullied a lot. And, Aww. like, it's, yeah, it's really tough. He's, like, really sweet. Um, but I came back because I would see this kid three times a week for, like, short 10-minute sessions just to, like, um, go through some flashcards yeah. And like call it a day kind of thing. Um and I came back to come see him that afternoon and I like peeked in the classroom, like, is everything okay? Like, are we gonna have another situation? And <laughs> he, he like came over and like we sat in the cafeteria and he was I was just like, You wanna talk about like is there some things that I can do to fix whatever's happening that you don't like speech? And he was just like, Oh yeah, I just I was just having a, a bad day. Like I was just like or like actually, I wasn't, no, what, he, is he, what is this fifth grade what he literally said was I wasn't ready <laughs> I was like you could say that <laughs> you didn't have to throw a trash can across the room but okay. Jesus Christ that's, that's a bigger I think that's a bigger issue with with like the way that we treat boys versus the way that we treat girls I think they kind of we we kind of expect boys not to, to to show their emotion and their frustration in violent ways <laughs> instead of just talking about how you're feeling and that's why you get a lot of shit like that like when they're like mm -hmm. i don't want to say that i don't want to go i'm just gonna just blow the fuck up and you're like ah! Duh. yeah it well it's tough because like he 
he was a really nice kid like when you actually could get him to talk he was just very very quiet mm. like i could maybe get him to talk about video games mm. or things that he liked but like right. yeah he was he was just like made of stone just because his like home life sucked and it was just, it was just really really sad that he that like really sad. felt that way that he like didn't really have many friends because he just moved um but it, it was it was funny because things were getting better and then like all the schools closed <laughs> so yeah. and i never yeah. talked to him ever again <laughs> which is sad one of my kids who was literally he he was nonverbal at the start of the school year, and um, he was speaking. Uh, by the time that I had went on maternity leave, which was like around uh, early March, mm-hmm. um, he was speaking in like maybe one to two word phrases. And he was supposed uh, the uh, based on what was going on with his IP and uh, the team that was working on that. Um, he got into this program that he would get to go to half a day. It was a specialized program where he would only be uh, with maybe four other kids and mm-hmm. they would work on um, social social skills, uh, speech language therapy, things like that. It was supposed to start literally the week that all the schools closed. Oh no. And like the United States and like the rest of the world was in full uh, pandemic. Yeah, uh, freak out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so social, social distancing. Yeah, so the same thing. It definitely happened to him. That actually, I I wanted to ask what your thoughts were on uh, schools opening versus schools closing, like amid the whole COVID nineteen situation right now. Oh my gosh. Um. Well, it's it's tough because like mm. it's kind of like I'm happy that we decided to play it safe because I mean, school's opening. It's not just like a, you know, like, all right, everybody get in there. You know, there's so many kids, like just in the cafeteria yeah. alone. Like there's way too many kids packed in the hey, cafeteria. Hey, people, people going like, you know, you want, you want some of my juice. You want some of my, yeah, exactly. my neon green mashed potatoes. No, like not sharing talking food. And spitting in each other's face and, just the the amount of gross things everyone's using this same ranch pump exactly oh my god picking stuff off the floor and putting it in their mouths this boy boy over here digging in his butt and then eating fries (laughs) digging in his butt no (laughs) chili fries so in that respect i don't think that we're ready and i don't think i don't think that i'm mentally ready to like teach speech sounds in a mask because how am I supposed to do that how like even if I got like one of those cute little like masks with the windows in them I still have to see the kid's mouth exactly (laughs) so that's a thing that I'm like and I honestly I like I don't mind virtual learning it's I can tell that it's definitely not for every kid and like Mm. it's definitely um I would say it's definitely making a greater divide between students who, you know, they have access to technology and like they have a computer in their house versus the kids that don't. Right. Um, It's just like a huge, like there's like the, yeah, I'm trying to think of the word, but disparities. Yeah. They're huge. Like, and they're even greater because of virtual learning. That's one thing that um, I'm worried about. Primarily, I do think that schools should be closed. Um, however, the school being closed takes care of only one obstacle, that being the child being at risk for literally dying. Um, while the school being closed takes care of oh, well, that child isn't at at risk from dying from this uh, very harmful disease. You know, there's so many kids that are dealing with a number of things at home. Like um, when I, when, when we were all Mm -hmm. in high school, nobody knew how poor I was. No one, no one knew. I um, 
I, I remember being so embarrassed in my junior and senior year of high school having to turn in essays handwritten on loose leaf paper because I didn't have a computer at home. And my my teachers didn't, I mean, they didn't really care. Um, they They felt sort of bad, but I mean, I wasn't really given any special treatment. And my grades suffered because of that. And I know that if that was something that I was dealing with back then, I know that there are kids right now who do, don't have the same tools, whose parents don't have uh, the same resources, parents who just blatantly don't care, even if they have the resources or not. Mm-hmm. Um, kids have very different uh, home lives. And that's a really huge element that we're adding into learning right now. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's very scary, you know, to ask teachers and students and parents to adjust to that. And I understand, especially the parents frustration with, you know, saying, well, we can't afford for the kid to be, you know, at home all day. We can't afford to leave work, but it's like, and you also have the parents that are like, if Timmy has, Two bears. Oh, I saw that video. Oh, my, oh my, oh my God. God. And that's awful. And and that's awful. it's funny because, like, I know a parent that's like that. I've, like, seen it because she did it in front of me. And I was like, oh, uh, okay, let's relax. Right, let's all of us <laughs> relax. Not a big deal that she doesn't two. get it. Like, she's in first grade. <laughs> relax. Right. Two trains. Count them one, two. God damn! Why are you so stupid? Oh my god! And it's like, and it's like, yo, like, right? And it's like, come on, they're intense. Right? Like, why are you so? You, I think they're so intense. A lot of, I think part of it might be they have been, um, they may, they maybe had an uh, an idea in their head or what what their child is doing while they're at school or how they're doing Mm -hmm. at school, but once you remove that barrier of not being in the same place but now you're at everybody's at home and you're at school and you're like wow some of them is like some of them may be just like wow i'm realizing that my kid is a dumbass or <laughs> no. or maybe or wow maybe i failed them yeah or maybe i i'm not doing what i no, need to be doing so that they can you know feel supported at school mm-hmm. or the the maybe the knowledge is not getting reinforced at home and you think that it's all honky dory and i'm sure that probably can be frustrating as a parent right right it's Especially another going thing through that, going through all of that or going on top of that going through everything because uh because of covid and maybe possibly losing your job or, or just you know changes that you had to have made at work it's just it's stressful for a lot of people right now yeah yeah. And it's another huge issue too. Mm-hmm. this, the kids who have IEPs, mm-hmm. like you can't, there's certain, um, accommodations that just can't really be met. Right. Um, like you can't, virtually. you know, you can't, uh, yeah, virtually, um, like you can't seat that kid in the front row. There's no front row. <laughs> no back row. <laughs> there's no rows. Yeah. Um. And just yeah. And just stuff like that, like small group instruction for specific kids. Right. It's just it's tough. Like we're doing our best, but it's yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. Definitely not. I uh, like I, I was so overwhelmed leaving my job, like coming from the like when I went on maternity leave, I literally left the classroom and then came back from maternity leave virtually. And oh yeah, that that was such an insane transition for me. Mm-hmm. And I came back like literally my first day back I got on and it, and it was like really lax because I, I'm going to be very honest. I didn't know what the hell I was doing because I didn't expect to go back <laughs> to work like that. No. And I, I got back on, I was happy to see my kids and there was literally one of my kids beating his mom's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Don't you yes. teach like two and three year olds? Like he was like roundhouse ever... kicking his mom to the face. You, you ever seen like... that gif of that baby in the Kill Bill outfit <laughs> fighting? He was he was in there straight karate chopping these hoes. Oh my god. And the other kids, like, you know, like no, like there's mm. there's no self awareness. Like, why is he beating up his mom? Is he getting in trouble? <laughs> oh is he god. gonna go to timeout? And I can't discipline this kid. He's he's 
He's with his mom. The person who's supposed to be disciplining him is not doing it because she's getting her ass beat. Part of me like loves the fathering. Part of me loves that aspect of virtual learning is the fact that I can't really discipline these kids. Like I can't really like do behavior management because what they're just gonna walk away from the screen and I'm just gonna sit there. That's happened to me. Stupid. That's happened to me before. Like I the kid just was like, I'm gonna go get a snack. And I was like, excuse me, what? And he just laughed. <laughs> and then I heard the mom like, You have speech, get back in there. I I was like, wow, what a concept. Parents actually managing you their know. child's behavior. Like Exactly. Ooh. So that's part of it. I'm oh, sorry. you know <laughs> what? Yes, because there are so many motherfucking times where I would be at work thinking to myself, I wish your mo- mom or dad or whoever's what... watching you right. could see the mm-hmm. shit that you do in right. school. You just oh, like yeah. that little girl on her face. What the fuck are you saying? God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's probably it's it's probably insane to, it's to a little be satisfying. trying to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of sad. You probably get a like maybe ten percent entertainment out of it, but like most of it is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, well, half the t- actually, I really haven't had a lot of it, it, the younger kids. Definitely, just because like, yeah. how do you expect like a young kid to sit in front of a screen and be entertained what? by me? Like, <laughs> I do my best, but but I'm no but I'm but I'm no bubble guppies. No, like so... I'm not SpongeBob, Paw Patrol. <laughs> right, I'm not Paw Patrol um so but yeah like the older kids they love it because they love having that individual time Mm. because that's like that's what i think that's just what kids really want is they just want like to have like an individual they want to have that individual attention that they don't get from the teachers because there's just too many kids in the class for them to yeah so like i mean a lot of kids who act up in class like I mean, sometimes they act up in the therapy room, but, like, they, you know, they'll talk to me more. Like, they'll actually, like, open up and we'll have full-blown conversations. And then I'll speak to the teacher and the teacher's like, oh, I haven't heard him speak, like, all year. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? We were talking about, like, aliens the other day. Right. So- Honestly, from the point of a teacher, that's frustrating because I'd be like, oh, really? So I deal with your ass all day, every day, and then you want to go talk to her? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do feel for the teachers. It's, it's, it must hurt when, like, the kids are like, speech, yes! And, like, really? That's how you're going to act. <laughs> well, fuck us, then. Exactly. <laughs> all right, we're back. Mm-hmm, we uh, mm-hmm. just wanted to get a snack real quick and, you know, I don't know, pay some bills, use the bathroom. Um, <laughs> you do what you gotta do. How do you feel about your um your public school experience personally? Do you mean like working there? No, or... you you like gro- oh, like getting like... educated through the public um public school system. Oh, um I mean, yeah, I thought it was fine. I really didn't feel like I was missing out on anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I felt pretty. I mean, I went to, I went to magnet schools yeah. in middle school and high school, so I never really felt like I was in a, like I was in a school that felt unsafe or like, and mm. you know, it's not like I took those classes where like the those kinds of kids were in them. So, remedial so, we so call you it know that. okay wow. well, uh, no not remedial let's say standard, standard. <laughs> to be honest to be honest we we if we're gonna keep it funky it was some some of them honest cl- classes were like that too honestly <laughs> yeah <laughs> chemistry was rough <laughs> do you remember chemistry oh my god <sighs> I just I hated chemistry. I, I think but, about chemistry sometimes because I just think about how terrible of a teacher she was. Because ooh, ooh, we'll edit her name out. What, who, which teacher did you have? Oh, I didn't have her. 
We had her, and every day, every day, she would talk about how she wanted to quit. She would be like, yeah, I'm about to put in my resume for another job right now. Like, you guys are terrible. Like, she would say that to us, and the kids would (laughs) not give a shit. They would just be like, like, yo, like, what is, are we supposed to be learning right now? And that goddamn mole project. <gasps> and then I remember everybody got mad at me because their whole the whole class was like was like, ooh, bet if we all do shitty on the exam, then everybody will get a good grade because it's curved. And I was like, I am not betting my grade and my GPA on all you dumbasses. I'm doing the exam. And they got mad at me. <laughs> you know, the same thing actually happened to me, but it happened to me in college. <laughs> Did I, did I really? Oh, yeah, I got cussed out by, like, my whole class. I was like, y'all can cuss if you want. I don't care. I got an A. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, wild. I remember she put up, she would just put up slides and have the blanks, like, on our, like, little packets, and we just fill in the blank. That was it. That was, that was her teaching us. <laughs> she just go through the slides and read them like oh right. i was like yo she gave less than a fuck <laughs> she did not care she was ready to quit i wish she would have said it to us <laughs> that, that was, was just a mess it really was a mess was terrible. and we were and we didn't and people were capitalized see i think with teachers like students can smell a teacher that either one doesn't care or two is not prepared and they could they could smell it on you, and as soon as they get that get that get that in, it's gone. Mm-hmm. That class is running away from you. I had Miss, and I cannot stand her. Mm. No, See, so we're just going to talk about all the teachers that we hated today. <laughs> name drop everyone. <laughs> First of all, she looked like the Wicked Witch of the West. Second of all, I've heard stories. I didn't have. Oh her my though. god! Like I had her when she was expecting, and oh, um, yeah. like all she ever talked about was uh, her baby. Oh my god, my baby! Oh my god, my baby! My baby! My baby! My my baby! My fucking baby! <laughs> oh my god! Like she was really inappropriate. You really want to be like fuck your baby? <laughs> like she was really inappropriate, and um, I remember like. There were some concepts in that class that I was having a hard time with. And like she she talked about her pregnancy the entire time was very inappropriate. And like there were definitely moments where like she would also discuss her sex life. And I just felt like that was really inappropriate. And like towards the end of the semester, there was this big project. And I was like, I'm really having a hard time with this. And she was like, I don't know what you're not getting. If you were paying attention throughout this quarter, then you should be able to understand the elements of this project. And I'm just like, you bitch. You pregnant bitch. I understood your pregnancy. (laughs) Like, that's about it. Right. I understand that got the weak dick. That's all I, uh, that's all I return. From this season, because that's all you talk about in here. Like, what is going on? The season of public school. Yes, I have. I have been through thirteen seasons of public school education <laughs> in America, and I am sick of it. Oh it man, all that. Now, no, it wasn't. I will. Say, it really wasn't. Um, I had a hard time mentally transitioning from being in GT and AP classes, like all day, and then to go through a standard math class especially with math i know they was in there cutting up and i just hated myself for not being able to like get math the way like all my friends got math and i'd just be like why god why <laughs> why oh no why? math why is hard why i'm so glad i didn't have to take math and standard in classes are harder okay let me, because let me tell you you already got built-in distractions. <laughs> I, I literally, and there were several times I passed and I shouldn't have. And teachers told me they passed me because I was the only one that didn't get on their nerves. <laughs> oh my god! It'd be like that. You use that to your advantage, mm-hmm. and I did <laughs> advantage. I remember my math HSA. I passed by two points. Ooh, girl! <laughs> I was like, somebody and I was like, cheating. shit, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> this dress is wild. And being in um, being in the high the higher level math classes, it mm-hmm. definitely there were times where I was doing homework and I was like, "Yo, this is too much." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like, it was hard. 
It was hard. It was, it was fucking hard. hard. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it was okay because we were kind of all in it together. Like, with the exception of, like, one smart asshole, like, or yeah. two. We were all in it together. We were all, we were like, like we were stressing, all, like, sweating. Struggling out. Trying to do those differential equations. Like, what the okay. fuck is this? Ooh, like, how do... <laughs> What? Sign coach? What? I was like, oh, my calculator can't do it. Exactly. I was like, wait a minute. What do you mean? I can't, I can't, I can't. Der- derivatives. Why we got, how many X's? Five. You know, Whoa. it's a, it's a hard math class when they have like one line and a full, like just blank sheet of paper. And that's exactly. how, and that's how you're supposed to answer the question. It's like, here is right exactly here is it's the just, question at the top of the page it is one sentence but you have the, you have to use the whole page to figure it out by hand it's like this is to be done without a calculator and you said, missed one step and you're like oh fuck yep you missed one step and you got the That's whole damn awful. question wrong i'm so sorry i'm so i'm actually so glad i took those classes though Me because too. i didn't have to take math in college Me neither. thank god thank Woo! god i was one of those i was one of those people who like i was pretty good at math yeah but i didn't like it like me too like i was good at i was good at i was good at math i only liked math when i got the right answer exactly i was good at math like i i somewhat liked math because i was good at it but like things like statistics oh no i don't think anybody i think that was a teacher problem that was a teacher problem oh absolutely but yeah like what the hell? Like, how do you get a class that's... How do you, why do you have a cl- bunch of 14, 15-year-olds trying to learn statistics? Insane. Because I took it in college. I took st- statistics in college for business, and it was so much easier. I was like, oh, this makes a lot more sense. Maybe because I'm not a fucking child. <laughs> also, like, I don't think it was just our age. I think it was because, like, Alfred, for instance... Well, Alfred's pretty smart. But Alfred, for instance, took statistics, like, AP statistics... And he did fine. We had just a terrible fucking teacher. Teacher, we she was two. awful. I don't think she knew what. I don't think she knew what she was teaching. She talked about The Sims every day. Maybe she like, wasn't Twilight. thirsting after uh, fictional high school students. Oh god, and her, true. Whoa. Because that's weird. Oh god, <laughs> she oh, and she just wasn't. She wasn't good at teaching. And I remember my uh, I had to. That was the first time I think I got a C one. Maybe semester. if she wasn't harassing me about dating her son. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, I was like, oh wow. Oh no. He's he definitely like doofish doofish smirks. <laughs> <laughs> the plot thickens. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember. The platypus. That was the only uh, time my dad had to come in for a conference because I was like on my interim, I got a D, and he was like, "What is this? Like, what are you trying?" Listen, to do? you gotta come and see this bitch. <laughs> so you have to come and see this bitch because I promise you, it is not me. Oh my gosh, I can not imagine your dad like getting you, upset with you about anything. He didn't get upset with me. He got upset with her mainly because the way that she graded like graded things was outrageous. Like she made, didn't she make the tests like eighty percent of our grade? Yeah, the tests. Oh, that's were like some college close. bullshit. What? Yeah, the and tests my, were close to seventy to eighty percent of our grade. And she explained to my dad that like that's how college is, which some of okay, some classes are like that. But my dad like came back and was like, "I'm in a college class right now, and it is not like that." So I don't know what you're doing. These are children. Like, <laughs> these yes, are and it wasn't. It's not like we were seniors. We were sophomores. <laughs> these are kids in high school. You need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Like, He's like, that's how it is in college. I'm like, oh my god, college is like three years away. Like, I'm literally trying to pass this course, and I don't understand what the fuck is going now, on. Now, can we talk about the real tea about like public school education and especially high school? This is one thing, especially being the age that I am now, knowing that I went to a public school and knowing that a certain amount of students will not go to college and might not have the same uh privilege as other kids you know regardless of what the background actually is mm-hmm. there needs to be a class like a life skill class oh, there yeah. needs to be a class about um learning how to you know file taxes learning yeah. how to properly fill, fill out i9s w4s learning how 
to monitor job your interviews. credit, your credit, your jo- like job interviews, mm-hmm. learning how to do things like that because you literally go from like raising your hand to go to the bathroom to signing off on like 20 grand loans for a private school education. Literally in the summer. Exactly. And there aren't classes like that in uh, public high schools and there really needs to be. There, 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 there really, there really needs to be, you know, uh, classes like that. There, there needs to, be classes about you know like um i like identity protection and um um all of the things that you face abruptly when you get thrown into uh, oh, yeah. the the real world and that's another thing that you know like uh i feel like millennials um had to face a lot of these things um at a harsher rate than gen xers or baby boomers because of the economy because of how things are set up now and it's funny because you know those generations you spend so much time calling us uh lazy (laughs) and privileged Mm -hmm. when a a a lot of what we're doing right now has been done for the first time you know exactly and 10 times harder than what gen xers and baby boomers were doing you know like baby boomers are like oh well i had this 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 and that um your age when um i was when 25. i was 16 i had a house a car and a hoe yeah because all of it was two dollars and you had a coupon exactly including <laughs> the hoe <laughs> <laughs> right now literally i was on indeed the other day because i quit my job as a teacher because i have a baby and i wasn't going to go work into a oh you oh you quit during- the i was on a that was on the last podcast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I, I start next week, but I um, found a job uh, as a private tutor oh. for a third, a boy in third grade. Okay, and okay. I'm very excited. The family's very nice. That's um, awesome. They're paying me very nicely. Mm. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, I'm, um, that's awesome. Yeah, I like. I was, yeah. When you said that you were going back in person before, like all the schools were, I was like, oh god. I'm s- please, please be careful, because that sounds I quit. I quit. really unsafe. Like I was there for a couple weeks, and it was unsustainable. Like it was completely. We weren't doing anything educational at all because we spent so much time cleaning all day long. Like our jobs were literally just to clean because we had to follow all of these right COVID guidelines, and it was just. A bunch of cleaning and making sure these these kids don't swallow a Lego. Basically, I mean, yeah, that's what makes me nervous about schools opening back up. Just the amount of like protocol, and it's just gonna be so much. Like, how are we gonna teach like with a plexiglass it's <laughs> between us and the whole class? Like, oh, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be a nightmare. But you know what's crazy? Like teaching is a lot of like figuring that out because teaching and being an educator can be kind of lonely in in those moments because you spend so much time busting your ass Mm -hmm. to help kids, especially when your administration or school district is supposed to be the one supporting you, but they inevitably don't. Oh, yeah, there's definitely there's a I think that there's a huge problem, especially with, I mean, I'm sure with teachers too, but especially with SLPs, with just like the amount of the lack of resources that were given, the lack of time, the amount of students that were given, and we're just kind of expected to just sort of roll over and be okay with it. And I did, I went in there and I was like, that's no, I'm not doing that. Like I blew up my supervisor's email probably like twice a month because of how many kids I had because I was given. So what happened was I was given a full-time position at one school and then they were like, Oh, their enrollment uh, numbers are low. You can start out like being part-time in another school. And then once you get a lot of, a lot more students, which I did, um, we'll, uh, we'll make you full-time over there. And I was like, Oh, okay. That sounds great. But guess what happened? <laughs> they didn't. They they totally ignored me. They, or they were just like, we'll monitor the situation. 
Like right now it seems pretty okay. And I just kept being like, it's not okay. This isn't okay. We need to fix something. And then finally I had to be like, I will, I will contact the teachers union. I'm not playing. And they were mm -hmm. finally like, oh, okay. <laughs> so mm -hmm. next year you're going to have like more time over there. Like, oh, thanks. Took me like. I'm really, I'm really glad that you like stood up for yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I just, well, yeah, I, I just, part of me kind of feels almost guilty that I was like creating such a fuss when there's so many. No, you shouldn't. Right. And I'm like, we shouldn't have to like accept that. That should not be an acceptable mm -hmm. practice to be like, oh, you have 75 students and nobody's here to help you figure it out. Sorry. Cause we had a, mm -hmm. like a staffing shortage. That was the issue. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, it was such a also mess. not your fault. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I don't feel bad about that. I, I don't feel bad about missing school days because there's this, there is this like stigma of like, if you miss a school day, you have extra work to make up oh and God. SLPs don't get substitutes. So mm -hmm. they expect you to make up all of your sessions for that day. And then my supervisor, and I was, that's what I, originally I was stressed out about that. So I was like, I didn't miss a single day. Um, not that I was sick, but like, I, I could have used some mental health days in there for sure. Right. Um, and then my supervisor was like, that's the responsibility to, oh, that's the responsibility of Yay. the county. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You can edit that out. Um, yeah. To make those up. And I was like, oh, well, in that case. I'm taking a mental health day. <laughs> um, so you should. So yeah, I don't. I don't feel bad about Not taking a day off. Taking my days off that I get paid to take them off, like my paid yeah. time off. Um, I feel like that's just across the board from a from a work perspective in U.S. culture. Like we kind of get a lot of people get like almost demonized depending on like what you do. Especially if you like, take a day for yourself to do it. No. Especially teachers. Oh my gosh. Like yeah. I will I will leave the building on time and the parking lot will be full because so, teachers will yeah. stay like hours, hours and hours after school ends. And I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you and you face that in every in every field, even in my field, like people there's a lot of people who are like my work right now is my life, so I'm going to right. spend my life here. And I'm like, that's how you Ooh. get burnt out. Yeah, like no, I definitely am not that. Like I work to, I work so that I can support my life outside of work. Mm -hmm. Like I, I want to be able to do X, Y, Z with my free time or with time that I take to myself. So I work. So I, this is where I work, and this is what I do. Not saying that I don't like what I do, and not saying that I don't feel stimulated in my job. Um, but it's, I'm not going to, you know, compromise my, compromise myself and my sanity or my time with my, my, my family or my loved ones for a job, you know, that will like replace for, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that, so will, that will, that will, that could replace me like that is, that's the thing. It's like, it's not, I'm not like the CEO on the board of directors where there's something that the company could lose by losing me. Like my, they would be like. Oh, you don't want to work here no more? Okay, fine. And then they'll just find another bright-eyed, bushy-tailed motherfucker that's coming right out of college. So it's not. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's not the personal; it's business. But so I'm just gonna freak the system like I like I like I usually do. Yeah, it's it is especially tough too with with jobs like like service jobs for sure, yeah. where mm -hmm. you know you are providing a service. Like I am providing a service. So, right. you know, my first instinct is like, I need to do as much as I can for these kids, which I, and I have to like, you really have to develop like the zone of apathy. That's what somebody like, who, mm. it was like on Facebook, we, <laughs> we have an SLP yeah. Facebook group. And yeah. she was like, you really need to just develop the zone of apathy because your job is impossible. Like, there's no way that With what you have. Yeah. Yeah. With the resources you have, it's impossible. It really is like the resources and yeah, it's, you, you just have to, you have to shut it off. Like, that's what I kind of had to do. Like I had to leave everything, like leave work at work right? and like come home and 
you know, not think about work. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm telling you, like, you know, working in the field of education, I've definitely had my days where, like, I would have to, like, cry really quick, like, in the bathroom, collect myself, and then go back into my classroom. <laughs> such a cancer move. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, I... I never cried. Yeah, I was very cancerian. She yeah. said, she's like, I never cried but for I... any of these students. Nicole ain't no bitch. <laughs> she's not gonna cry over these kids, okay? Well, I got, I got, no, I, got I mean, I was definitely feeling, you know, those, the stress. Like, I was, I yeah. remember, because this was, this was the point where I was like, if I don't quit, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna fuck myself up. Because yeah. I went to the dentist, and the dentist was like, Oh, girl, you got some, uh, you got some like micro fractures in your teeth. Have you been grinding? And I'm like, probably. <laughs> like, so I've been like grinding oh my in my sleep and like literally breaking my teeth. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not going to have any teeth left by the end it's of the awful. year. Yeah. So that was. I'm sorry, but I just got like a mental image of you with like gums. <laughs> Come on, Grandma Gummy. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> With no teeth in your mouth. Oh my god. Yeah, that's I would still love you. I didn't want I that. Like, I would still be your friend. I really would. You're gonna look like Curry's account. Thank dog. you. No. <laughs> so I really had to do like a mindset shift. I had to really like because I would I started the beginning of the year. I got to school an hour early to plan for the day. An hour. I did that too. To plan I did for that the every day. day. The day. I, I did that too. Okay. Not even the week. Cause, cause like at the point where before we, before school's closed, I was like planning for the week, which was great. Yeah. Well, that was also the point where I think my supervisors actually did start listening to me a little bit and they gave me less students. So I had time to do it. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I got more efficient in my planning and my therapy. Like I would just kind of, I was really, really stressed about like the quality of my therapy and just like the materials. Like I always had like a stack, a huge stack of materials and like towards the end, I would just pick like one book and just be like, we're going to roll with this <laughs> because I'll have time. <laughs> and it worked out either way. It was a, it was definitely an adjustment um, yeah. working in the schools. It's not what I was prepared for in grad school at all. It's not for the same. It was not. Oh, it's not. Definitely not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I could never. Woo. It's tough, especially the school that I work at full time. It is, it's a lot. Those kids. Ooh. One time. We know so many teachers. Sorry. I was just thinking no, about that. Okay. We know so many teachers. Like, more, a lot of our friends are teachers. That's interesting because I remember having conversations with a lot of people and even me I felt this way like oh I don't want to be a teacher like that sucks yeah. <laughs> but here I am educator yep I just um I just want to thank you for your dedication to what you what you do you're so yes. just oh, you're one of our you. I think you're one of our probably one of our smartest <gasps> friends that we are, that we know Stop. Like and it's no shade to anybody else but I, but I could but I think that they would agree that you're probably one of the smartest people that oh, we yes. know so we're Aww, and we are honored to call you our friend, our Macron. Um, Macron. And uh, thank you for uh, um, coming on the podcast. Uh, did you want to uh, say anything like just to the people or anybody about either about yourself or about education that you wanted to wrap? Just just a quick little wrap up. Um. Yeah, I guess I would say respect the teachers. Respect the school employees, this, this, the, the people who work with your kids every day, yeah. all day. All day. Just, Just give them a little respect. We're trying yeah. our best. Everybody, everybody's trying Answer those best. emails. I know you read them. Yeah. <laughs> and your teacher or educator would really appreciate a Target gift card around Christmas time. Thank you. Kindly. <laughs> Thank you, I'm not even asking for that. I just want, I just want to reply on that email. Can you just talk to me back? Pick up the phone. Talk to me nice. <laughs> Come to the meeting. Come on. Hey, we're holding a meeting for about your child, and you're not even there. 
Right. What are you doing? <laughs> you ain't doing nothing but watching Hamilton. Come on. We're a team. Oh my God. Literally, we're called the team. <laughs> <laughs> the IEP team. team. Team decisions. Right. It's not a team of me because you at home. We're just gossiping. Clip- you're clipping <laughs> your toenails. Right. You're like without you, without the parent of the child, y'all literally just gossiping about the child. We're, no, we're not even gossiping about the child. We're gossiping about other coworkers, oh, <laughs> other you know, kids. Like, like, mm, mm. Or she saw she came in with the same dress she had on yesterday. Mm. Or like, oh, she don't pick she up her kids the... from lunch. Oh, <laughs> she forgets. She must have spent the night at Jeff's. <laughs> oh man, no, we don't get into that. <laughs> That's some drama. All right, we're going to end the podcast here. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm so thank you guys. Yeah, I'm so happy uh, that we had our friend Nicole Macaroon on here. Um, Just say, but say bye to the people. Bye, bye, people. Bye, bye.